following program is pre-recorded. Live from the Hope Center in Plano, Texas, this is Hope in the Night. Late night talk radio offering biblical hope and practical help. And on the air now for over 25 years. I'm Jeff Oliver here with author and speaker June Hunt. June, we have coming up this week, it's exciting now, uh, this week the Hope Together conference coming up Wednesday, Thursday, excuse me, Thursday, Friday, Saturday of this week. And uh, we will be um, in Allen, Texas, that is near Dallas. And if people would still like to register, they can do that. Hopefortheheart.org, the uh, banner right at the top of the page there that says Hope Together Conference. People can still also certainly, wouldn't have to make travel plans to do this, but they can join uh, many of the sessions by Zoom. And we have a lot of people signed up to do that. But you are juggling several topics in the run-up here to that conference. (laughs) You know, um, one of them is called the answer to anger. And um, I was looking at those who had registered. And um, I think it's, you know, 60-some-odd for just a workshop. And there are many other workshops going on at the same time. But what stunned me was on Zoom, speaking of Zoom, uh, there are 260-some-odd. And I was told to be prepared because a lot of people wait till just before, and then they'll all of a sudden get on. They were thinking it would be more like 300. And I'm thinking, huh. I mean, I just did not, I, I, I just didn't expect that. But I love to teach on that because uh, it used to be our number one topic that people who would purchase material from us every year, the number one topic was anger. And it's, and the reason I'm surprised is see, because I rarely spoke on it. Hmm. Uh, anger is not my number one issue, um, personally. That's just, I had to learn to not be reactionary years and years ago. Because if I was, if I lashed out with anger uh, and toward the most difficult person in my life, which is my, my father, he would take it out on my mother as well as me. And I just, I just, I, I just had to deal with it. And, um, the reason I love to teach it, because if people will apply and understand the four causes of anger, anger is literally just a response to one of four causes. And once you explain it, then they can identify individually and, and personally which of the four or which of the combination of the four mm. could be more than one. It could be two, it could be three, and with rare exception, it is all four. And um, that's when I say if they've got all four, they are candidates for road rage. Mm. Because, I mean, and road rage is very serious. I mean, you know, you you cannot know somebody, um, I'll say it this way, um, a person could cut off somebody in the traffic trying to get on the, off ramp from off from a, uh, a freeway, and yet if it's too close, somebody following that person who did the quick exit, 
you know, feeling like I've got to get off here. And, and yet, uh, if somebody behind had road rage uh, within three minutes, that person could be dead, meaning the, the person who is, has the road rage will explode. And it's, it's, some people call it that it's like a temporary insanity. Mm. Now, that's because they have um, so not learned how to control their anger. And there are absolute things to do. And we all need to know what those are. So, um, and I'm I'm just saying that because if you you can have legitimate issues, you can be deeply hurt by somebody really wounded. Uh, you can be there. There are four causes, you know, hurt, uh, and and then number two is injustice. Something can be totally unjust that you experience, and then there is fear and. The, the last is frustration. Some people say, oh, I don't have anger. I just have frustration. I'm mm-hmm. just frustrated. Yes. And what you're, you're, I think, well, but that's one of the four causes. And in fact, that's what you're displaying is a frustration because you can't do anything about it. Sometimes we are powerless to change a situation. Mm-hmm. Certainly, we can be powerless to change another person. But the good news is this. The, the scripture says, be angry, but do not sin, meaning there can be a justifiable anger. But how can we not sin? Well, that's what we can help you with. We can explain with illustrations that everybody needs. I, I mean, I'm, I'm big on illustrations. And I think that it's wise for us to realize if we can think biblically, if we can line up our, our thinking with God's thinking, Um, we can have anger under control. But Proverbs 29 verse 11 says, Fools give full vent to their anger. But the wise brings calm. It brings a, a calmness of the heart in the end. And that's what I want everyone to do, is to learn how to be wise so that you can help those who will be raging around you, or you can bring calm to the whole complex. What does the Bible say about anxiety, abuse, or grief? Does the Bible really say anything about addiction, boundaries, or dealing with difficult people? As June Hunt has often said, there really are biblical solutions to all of life's struggles. We are excited to let you know about the newest and most comprehensive resource from June Hunt and the Ministry of Hope for the Heart, the Care and Counsel Library. Developed over a span of 35 years with the help of pastors, counselors, and ministry leaders, the Care and Counsel Library is a 50-topic, 10-volume set of books which provide clear answers from God's Word on real-life issues. This is a must-have resource for anyone who wants to grow in biblical wisdom. And right now, you can save 25% when you get the whole set. Check out the Karen Council Library today at hopefortheheart.org slash ccl. That's hopefortheheart.org slash ccl. No matter what you're facing, there's hope. Sometimes it's hard to believe that. When we face challenges at home, work, 
in our family, or maybe a private struggle, it can be hard to see what God is doing. The good news is, you're not alone. If you're facing a difficult life issue, we'd love to help. Give us a call at 1-800-NIGHT-17 to talk with June Hunt on the Hope in the Night broadcast. You can talk with June about any issue, whether it's family, marriage, anxiety, anger, abuse, grief, or just the everyday stress of life. June would love to hear your story and work through it together with God's Word. The Bible says there is surely a future hope for you, and your hope will not be cut off. If you'd like to talk with June, give us a call at 1-800-NIGHT-17. That's 1-800-644-4817. Your story might bless someone else's life. We're listening to Hope in the Night with June Hunt. This is a ministry of hope for the heart, offering God's truth for today's problems. We thank you for your prayers and continued support of this ministry. Our customer support team is available at 800-488-HOPE. That's anytime Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central Time. One of our keys for living, as June was talking about the topic of anger a moment ago, the keys for living on anger called Facing the Fire Within. We also have resources besides the keys for living, and you might be interested in this, the book that June has written as well called The Answer to Anger. Each of those and many other resources are available if you'd like to call customer support at 800-488-HOPE. That's 800-488-4673. Maybe you have a situation going on in your life and you'd like to speak with June about that on a future broadcast of Hope in the Night. That number is 800-NIGHT-17, 800-N-I-G-H-T-1-7. And when you call, leave a detailed message for us. Uh, Let us know what questions you would have for the program, and we'll get back to you to talk to you about that and to schedule you for an upcoming Hope in the Night. We do have availability coming up in the next few days. We'd like to make you a part of the program here. So the number again, 800-NIGHT-17. That's 800-644-4817. Well, tonight, June, we're going to welcome back a uh, caller in North Carolina listening on WZDG. We welcome back Ruth. Oh, well, I'm so glad. Thank you, Ruth, for coming back on the program because you have communicated a lot of pain, a lot of um, challenges that you've experienced in your life. So welcome back. Thank you. I, I know that you had mentioned several things that were very, very painful, and I'm thinking you had communicated desire to learn how do you release all this pain? How do you deal with forgiveness? Now, is that what you desire for us to talk about? Yes. Okay. I'll tell you what will help me. I have written a number of things that you have said. I I wrote them down. But I want to do something that I, I need your help. From your earliest years, you know the people who wounded you, who hurt you, who had you engage in certain things that were wrong. And I I think if we were to do it chronologically, like 
from your earliest days, who comes to mind that you would like to deal with forgiveness? You don't want to be in bondage to, you don't want to have revenge. You're, you're wanting, by the way, the, the word forgive means release. So in order for you to, to truly forgive, and we'll talk about how to do this, but I'm going to need your help to identify what went on in your earliest years. Who, who was the most difficult person for you? Or give me the people who were most difficult. Let's start in childhood, okay? Okay. All right. So when you think about your childhood from your earliest years, who caused you the most pain? Undoubtedly my mother. That doesn't surprise me. I have written her name down, and I knew if you didn't call her out, I would I would have. Okay, and she did what? I know, for example, I knew from age... Well, um, what I remember is that my mother was two different people. Um, she was on a number of pills, um... I was in the scene of Arbital and Valium and all kinds of real bad uh, drugs that she took. And uh, for her asthma, she had real severe asthma. Um, but here's the thing. She, um, she was very, very, in a way, some way, she was the most awesome mother you could ask for. Um but this is where it gets cloudy for me because I don't understand how how she could be so perfect and yet be so messed up and take it out on me. I think I got beat from the time I was about four until I was about 12. Right. You told me that, and I, I'm looking at my notes. You said your mother beat me from age 4 to 12. And, you know, you don't forget that. You you can't forget that. And, and by the way, that... Obviously, what you're saying to me is she had some positive, awesome characteristics. But it's... Those are the kinds of things that a parent should give to every child to encourage them to do whatever, all the positives. But nowhere do you see beating a child from age 4 to 12. And so I'm writing that down. That would be something that uh, would be unforgettable, but it is forgivable. And we'll explain how. That's what I'm wanting you to do. I want you to bring out the things that brought pain to you that were not right. And so we're just right now dealing with your mom. Um, I remember you said that she drew you into witchcraft. How old were you then? Uh, maybe four or five. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, you, you talked about her being on certain drugs, correct? Lots and lots of pills, yeah. Lots, okay. 
Okay, so is what else about your mom do you feel well, you need very, to release? She um, kept an immaculate house, never had a speck of dust around us. Um, she was very clean, and that used to, uh, it used to kind of bum me out when I was real little. Um, I wanted her attention, but she was too busy cleaning, and, or, um, How, so, um, this is where, <laughs> this is, this is kind of hard. Um, she, you know, she, uh, she would keep track of things in my childhood, you know, like about school and my playmates and things like that. She'd write them down in a book for me. Um, she was very good. She's very organizational. Um, she was very clean, very intelligent, very... Uh, but let's look at the things you know, that caused you pain that were difficult, because that's what we're trying to focus on right now. The people say, who um, hurt you. You know, um, she's very unpredictable, I guess you could say. Okay. Yeah, you could definitely say that. Um, this is why I'm having a hard time, because she was very unpredictable. Um... She put out one face to the world and a different face to me. Mm. Um, I probably was about seven years old, and I just, I, 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 I'll be honest with you, I blocked most of it out. Mm -hmm. um, but I have very little with, with uh it, it's it's hard to uh, bring it out, even if I were to write it down. I, it would have be hard to do. Uh -huh. um, when she was about, well, when I was about seven years old, um, breath. Um, you know, I'm not sure. I was crying real bad, I, and she had put me to bed, and. I was crying real loud, I, and my sister came to the side door with her boyfriend, and I just she had an apartment, and I just screamed and yelled at the top of my lungs, sobbing my brains out, please let me go with Brenda, please let me go with Brenda. And, mm -hmm. you know, um, my mother was screaming from the other room, shut that F up, GB. Mm -hmm. and, uh, <laughs> and she just kept screaming it. And then I fell asleep on my stomach. I, I finally just passed out. I cried so hard. And the next thing you know, I heard a big slam. And it was my door, my bedroom door, hitting my dresser. And she, I had fallen asleep on my stomach, cried myself to sleep. And next thing you know, I've got my face in my pillow because... She's beating me with her fists up and down my back saying, do you see what you made me do to you? Mm. And that was mm. one of the most severe, uh, confusing mm -hmm. beatings that I got. Wow. Because I couldn't understand how, after that happened, the next morning, I don't even remember what I did. All I know is that I put my face in my pillow and I separated I feel like I broke into, like, a couple different people hmm. um, to be able to deal with it. Um, yeah. And the next morning, I woke up, and it was time for church. So 
like she always did every day. She dressed me. I don't know why I never got to dress myself. She always dressed me and sent me to church. Yeah, you told and me I she she never sister, went to church. You excuse me. You my said back, and my sister said, "Why do you want me to look at your back?" And I told her, and she said, "Oh, mom would never do a thing like that." So mm. I'm not sure whether I had more of a resentment at my mother or my sister for treating me so just unbelieving. Well, it, it, people assume that if you're under the same roof. Everybody gets the same treatment. That's not true. So it sounds like she, your sister received a different treatment than you did. So it, or, shall we go to your sister? Is is there something you're needing to forgive her for, or did she call you cause you pain, your sister? Uh, well, actually, she caused me some pain about a month ago. Um, I went to the grocery store. She gave me a ride to the store and. I uh, I told her I thought that something might be going on in my house and kind of a spiritual thing. And she just stopped me right there and she stuck her finger in my face and said, don't you ever say that to me. Because it was very similar to her son who has severe mental illness. Mm. And I do have, I do have a lot of uh, mental illness. And um, the Lord is, slowly but surely bringing me out of it. Um, but no, it was just uh, you know, frightening to get that in the middle of the fruit aisle at the grocery store. <laughs> you know, to have somebody turn and just stick their finger in your face and don't you ever talk that down. Don't you ever say that to me again. And, uh, okay. you know, that's my sisters thought that I had four older sisters, and they all thought that I was spoiled. But if they go back in their minds, if they could be hypnotized or whatever it is it would take, they could go back and remember my mother screaming at me all the time, calling me names mm -hmm. and stupid, mm -hmm. idiot, mentally retarded, you know. Uh, I mean, just yeah. horrible, horrible names. And wow. just, just horrible verbal assault all the time wow okay yeah. this is what I want to do I've got that down for your mom and your sister uh, think about next who in the early years caused you a great deal of pain this is June Hunt from Hope for the Heart one of the great blessings of my life has been both attending and leading conferences. There's nothing like getting together with God's people to be encouraged by God's Word. Let me invite you to join me in person or online at the Hope Together Conference, October 19th through the 21st in Allen, Texas. Hope Together is a new conference for those who feel called to care, coach, and counsel with God's Word. Hope Together is three days of biblical training, fellowship, and inspiring speakers. If you're involved in ministry at any level, whether a pastor, counselor, or you just feel called to help others, the Hope Together Conference has something for you. Learn more at hopetogether.com. Do you ever struggle to believe that God loves you, that He accepts you, forgives you, 
and sees you as his precious beloved child? So many people have a distorted picture of God that he is distant, disappointed, or doesn't care about what's going on in our lives. The truth is, God cares about you more than you know. We want to encourage you to check out June Hunt's popular devotional, Seeing Yourself Through God's Eyes. In this 31-day devotional, June Hunt provides compassionate, biblical insight to help you understand and embrace the life-changing identity you have in Christ. Each day provides a biblical truth along with a short reflection and journaling questions to help you see yourself through God's eyes. We give this devotional to every caller on Hope in the Night because it has changed so many lives. Get a copy of June Hunt's devotional for yourself or a loved one at junehunt.org. Welcome back to Hope in the Night with June Hunt. I'm Jeff Oliver, and we want to help you, and we want to help you help others. If you have questions about tonight's topic or any number of topics, we have over 100 of our keys for living to help you to address your situation. Call our customer support team at 800-488-HOPE. They're available Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central Time, and they'll help you get the right resources. Uh, We uh, encourage you to call them, let them know kind of what you're dealing with, what maybe struggles you're having in life, and uh, they can recommend some of our resources to you that would help you the most or maybe to help you help someone else as you can uh, take some resources from our ministry and uh, pass them along to someone else. We want to recommend one of our keys for living tonight called Forgiveness, Releasing You is Freeing Me. And that's available as you call customer support at 800-488-HOPE. And I want to mention one other as the topic has been brought up tonight, and that is verbal and emotional abuse, victory over the power of abuse. If something has piqued your interest here, uh, again, call customer support at 800-488-HOPE. Returning now to our conversation with Ruth. All right, Ruth, I've got the issues with your mom and your sister. Who's next on the list in what I will call the earlier years? Well, you pain. I was just sitting here reflecting on break, and uh, I'm remembering when I was about four years old, four or five, maybe five, mm-hmm. uh, I went to church every Sunday. My mom sent me on the bus, the uh, church bus with all the kids, and I remember being in the room with a whole bunch of kids, and it was... I don't know if it was just, you know, special kids' time or what, but the pastor called me into a private room, and he shut the door behind us, and he told me that if I would touch him, Mm. that Jesus would stay in my heart, and he would give me a Reese's peanut butter cup afterwards. So what did you do? I followed right along with what he wanted me to do. And he Mm. was fat and disgusting. Mm. And to this day, I'm very repulsed by fat men. And I remember sitting in band class, and the teacher was very fat. And he used to sit with his legs spread, and I could see his 
you know, through his pants. Mm-hmm. And I'd sit there and I'd be mesmerized staring at it. And my little girlfriends were all not really friends, but they would just laugh and say, look at her, look at her, look at her. She's looking at his, you know what? And mm-hmm. um, to this day, he uh, he ended up moving over to the church that I grew up in. Um, and I was in the, the church, and I asked him if I could speak to him, not realizing what I'm about to tell you was, uh, I told him what happened to me when I was four, and he locked the door behind us in this room, and he told his wife on the intercom, I'm busy right now, and that was when he shut the door behind us, and he locked the door, and I told him what happened to me when I was four or five, not realizing that he was the perpetrator, and he said to me, you were old enough, you should have known better. Mm-mm. And that was no. when I immediately jumped to my feet and I ran out of there. Good. And that ended up being the church that I grew up in. And the pastor turned the the other pastor, gave him his job. So to this day, he's probably still there abusing kids. Mm. And there's really like, <laughs> it's not much I can do because I don't know his name. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know whether he still works at that at, at my old church. Um, you know, Got it. stuff like that was real. Yeah. Uh, well, he, it that, that me is, at the time. That is to what, be quite that, honest yeah, with you, it really li- didn't. It didn't. Li- listen to me. That's the listen. hard part about all this is that I had this uncanny ability to just block things out or just deal with them somehow. And um, just with no emotion, like my mother. Um, I have we have pictures of me sitting with my mother at holidays. I would sit on her lap, and they would take pictures of me and my mom. And that's the only time she had any physical outreach to me was if we were in the picture together. Mm-hmm. I remember having surgery one year. Um, I was probably about 12, 11 or 12, and I remember after surgery, she was sitting across the room at the window, just standing there watching me, and I was in excruciating pain. And to this day, that, that's one memory I have a real hard time with. All these okay. memories are things that I would like to just be able to just say, you know what? It's over with. Let it go. Mm-hmm. And, well, you know, the this is what we're talking about. So okay, listen to me. This is what we're doing. We're going to deal with the pain of the past, and God can literally heal broken hearts. And your mom was insensitive. Your sister was insensitive. The pastor was sexually abusive. These are wrong. These are wrong. Tell me Can about I tell your you one ex- more thing that happened to me when I was twelve. Okay. Um, I was living with my sister, which um was very normal for me to either be living there or be living with my aunt and uncle. But I was living with my sister, and one night she went out drinking, which was nothing new, and um 
there were three boys. I was walking down the street. It was dark out. I guess I was going to walk to the store. I don't know. And it was dark out, and there was this boarded-up house, and there were these three boys, and they they all saw me, and I remember I was real cute. I had a little feather in my hair, and, you know, and they said, hey, do you want to smoke this joint with us? I said, I've never done that before. And they said, do you want to try it? I said, okay. So I smoked some of that joint with them. The next thing you know, they're leading me into this boarded-up house, and... One of them had sex with me while the other two watched. Mm. And I was a virgin. Mm. And I was mm. told that it was called being gang raped. Even if the other two didn't lay a hand on me, they were a party to it. Mm. Mm. And they gave me rolling papers to clean up the blood afterwards and leaded me out of the house. And I thought that this guy loved me. Because as he was having sex with me and I was screaming at him to stop, it hurt, it hurt. He had his face right up against my nose to nose. And he Mm -hmm. was saying, I love you, I love you, I love you. So, after it was all over, you know, I fantasized about it a lot. And there was something inside of me that was tugging at my heart saying, that wasn't right. No, that's not love. Ruth, that wasn't right. Mm -hmm. And so I wrote on the wall next to my bed, I love Brian so-and-so. And I went to school the next day. Come to find out he went to my school, and I didn't know it. I never even saw him before. And I got really jealous because there was some girl that he was with. I mean, you talk about a little girl's head being confused. Mm -hmm. I was very confused. And what angers me right now (laughs) is that when I came home from my sister's, I went to my mother's house where I grew up. And, um, well, most of the time, well, some of the time. And I walked in the house, and I had that memory that I was carrying with me, losing my virginity to that. And my sisters and my mother were all sitting there talking and ignoring me, as as always. And I just went into my room, and I just cried because Mm -hmm. I couldn't share it with anyone. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That was really one of my hardest memories. Well... Again, love does what's best for another person. Love takes no advantage of another person. This boy, he knew that what girls like to hear is that they are loved, and therefore that can sometimes win them the opportunity to sexually abuse another person. That's a tactic that they learn. So... But you don't know that, and you're right. It is confusing. Here you are just 12 years old. Um, There is something I had written down that you had told me, and that you had an ex-husband. Now, this ex-husband was cruel. Is that correct? Yes. You told me that he cut you. Um, t- t- tell me what the ex-husband did. 
to you? Oh, no, no. He didn't cut me. Um, what happened was he walked out of the bedroom with a tray, and it had a, a belt and then a big knife. And I said, what are you doing? And he said, well, I should have done a long time ago. I'm going to kill you. And I said, he said, what do you want? You want the knife or do you want the leash? I just mm. broke out crying, and I begged him. I said, no blood, please, no blood. And he just took the leash, and he um, started strangling me with it. And I kind of left my body in a way. I can't quite explain mm -hmm. it, but it was as though I could see him taking my clothes off on the floor. And the last thing that I remembered was him with a knife between my legs. Mm, mm. Okay. Wow. That's perversion. And at some point, they, they revived me in the ambulance. And I came out of the, you know, the floating above my body feeling. It brought mm -hmm. me back. And I was kicking and screaming and saying, he strangled me, he strangled me. And the cop said, well, I knew he did something to her. Well, he strangled you and, he and went used to jail him. for about a week. Hmm. Okay. Uh, who else has caused you great pain? Uh, um. Well, I remember I used to get bullied a lot when I was little. A lot. I hated that at school I was treated as an outcast, and I was the only one. Everybody else had their own place mm -hmm. that they fit in at. I never did. Mm -hmm. you know, when so they the other, chose teams yeah. for sports, they would always say, uh, so-and-so, you get so-and-so, and they'd be like, no, you get her. You know, and that was how I was treated. I was treated as though I wasn't even there. I wasn't even human. Mm. And I just got bullied pretty bad in school. Wow. Okay. Well, if when we come back, we're there, you can mention one other person that you want to. If you there's somebody else who caused great pain. If you or a loved one are struggling with a difficult life issue, we want to encourage you to check out the free resources from June Hunt and the ministry of Hope for the Heart. At hopefortheheart.org forward slash free, you'll find over 50 free resources that you can download straight to your phone or computer. Our free PDF resources provide quick answers from God's Word on real life issues, including anger, abuse, anxiety, family issues, forgiveness, and more. They are absolutely free and easy to access. Many of our listeners have found these to be helpful for overcoming personal challenges, and some have found them to be a useful ministry tool to share with others who need help with a personal struggle like guilt, stress, or worry. Whatever issue you or a loved one are facing, you can find helpful free resources at hopefortheheart.org forward slash free. That's hopefortheheart.org forward slash free. Are you struggling with a difficult life issue? 
Maybe it's a family problem, a private struggle, or something in your past you've never resolved. The good news is you're not alone. Sometimes we need to talk things through with someone who will listen to our story and help make sense of what we're experiencing. For more than 20 years on Hope in the Night, June Hunt has listened to thousands of personal stories, heartaches and challenges from people like you, and provided compassionate counsel from God's Word. No matter what the issue is, family, marriage, anxiety, abuse, grief, or just the daily stresses of work and life, June would love to talk with you and share help and hope through God's Word. If you'd like to talk with June on Hope in the Night, give us a call at one 800 917 We'll protect your privacy, and sharing your story might bless someone else's life. Give us a call today at 1-800-917. That's 1-800-644-4817. You're listening to Hope in the Night with June Hunt. I'm Jeff Oliver, and we'll get back to our caller in just a moment. Our customer support team can be reached at 800-488-HOPE, Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central Time, and they'll help guide you to God's hope through our resources. That number again, 800-488-HOPE, 800-488-4673. I want to recommend a few titles of our Keys for Living that uh, topics that have been brought up tonight. We do have the Keys for Living on, on uh, alcohol and drug abuse, breaking free, and staying free, also childhood sexual abuse, the secret storm, and uh, we are talking um, uh, mainly about forgiveness tonight. And uh, June is about to get into that topic. Now we have the uh, keys for living called forgiveness. Releasing you is freeing me. So again, call customer support at eight hundred four eight eight hope. If you'd like to speak with June about a situation in your life. On a future broadcast of Hope in the Night, again, we welcome your call at 800-917. Just call us and uh, let us know uh, maybe how we can help you and uh, really to come into uh, where your thinking aligns with God's thinking and what He knows about your situation and how you can be helped. We'd like to help you get there. So the number again, 800 Night 17, that's 800-644-4817. Let's return to our conversation with Ruth. Well, my friend, you have experienced severe pain. You had told me earlier that you had been despondent because of a life of trauma, and I hear that. I I am clear about that. And you had a history of trauma, and uh, even to the point that you lived with suicidal desires. And um, I know that we can't change what happened, but when when the Bible is clearly the Word of God, and it says, bear with each other and forgive whatever grievance you have against one another, forgive as the Lord forgave you. Let me tell you this, the word forgive means release. And, and it's like all of these people who have hurt you, all the pain that they brought into your life and the trauma, those, it's like those are boulders that are so heavy, boulders of bitterness. Um, you, you can't erase the facts 
but you can make a choice instead of you carrying that extra hundred pounds. It's like uh, having a a meat hook and and that that bag of rocks just is weighing you down. You can choose, and this is why God tells us we are to forgive. We release that pain, giving he's that God is is our burden bearer. That's one of the roles. He literally can bear the pain that we have liter- literally experienced, and you have very concretely based on the woundedness of a number of people that you've experienced. And so what? imagine you taking that pain and the person who has caused you the pain. You're not letting them off the hook. You're taking that person off of your hook and putting that person onto God's hook. Because, listen to this, he says, it is mine to avenge, I will repay. He knows how to deal with each person individually. Instead of you carrying that weight, he wants you to release it to him. So that's why he says forgive, and a lot of people don't understand I so I, and I understand not understanding because there were years where I thought, oh, that's just letting somebody off the hook. No, it's taking them off of your hook, putting those individuals that have hurt you so deeply, putting them onto God's hook because He says it's mine to avenge; I will repay. So I'm going to ask you a specific question: Do you want? to do what God wants you to do. Absolutely. Okay. We're you going know, to do I that. I had a grip. I thought I thought I had a grip on resentments and how they affected me and what part I played in them and sharing them with somebody and um all I can say is I missed a lot of them. Well, we've and got a I have plan. a lot more, uh, you know, in the back of my mind right now, but we don't have time for that. But I can well, say that. Let's deal with these individuals now, and then we can okay. always add other situations, and we can process that pain. So, I I want us to begin with a prayer. Uh, Would you pray after me? God, I want to do what you want me to do. God, I want to do what you want me to do. I'm willing to release all this pain into your hands. I'm willing to release all this pain into your hands. Thank you that you want me to be made whole. Thank you that you want me to be made whole. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for coming into my life. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for coming into my life. And the way you have helped me recently so, so very much. The way you've reached me recently so, so very much. So I, right now, 
choosing to let you do the healing work in me. Right now I'm choosing to let you do the healing work in me. In your precious name I pray. In your precious name I pray. Okay, thank you. Um, I'm going to begin with your mom, and we're going to go from person to person who has caused you pain. And I want you to pray after me. God, you know the pain I experienced from my mother. God, you know the pain I experienced from my mother. Her beating me from age 4 to 12. Her beating me from age 4 to 12. How she drew me into witchcraft. How she drew me into witchcraft. How unpredictable she was. How unpredictable she was. Never taking me to church. Never taking me to church. But she was involved with all these drugs. That she was involved with lots of drugs. And at times she called me names. And the times that she called me names. Which were so painful. Which were so painful. So right now, as an act of my will. So right now, as an act of my will. I choose to release all that pain to you. I choose to release all this pain to you. And I choose to forgive her. And I choose to forgive her. Thank you, Lord Jesus, that you will set me free. Thank you, Lord Jesus, that you set me free. Also in regard to my sister. Also in regard to my sisters. She uh, was accusatory. She accused me. She accused me of things that were wrong. She accused me of things that were wrong. At times, she was very insensitive to me. At times, she was very insensitive to me. And I am choosing to release that pain to you. I'm choosing to release this pain to you. And as an act of my will, and as an act of my will, I choose to forgive her. I choose to forgive her. And Lord, the pastor who sexually was abusive. And the pastor who was sexually abusive. That was totally wrong. It was totally wrong. He did not represent your heart. He did not represent your heart. I release that pain to you. I release that pain to you. And as an act of my will. And as an act of my will. I'm releasing him into your hands. I'm releasing 
trusting him into into your hands, Lord. Into your hands, Lord. I don't want to be hooked to him ever again. I don't ever want to be hooked to him ever again. And the boys that were the, the gang rape that you know about, Lord. And for the gang rape that you know about, Lord, when I was 12. When you were 12. Lord, each of those boys were wrong. Each of those boys were wrong. I release that pain to you, Lord. I release that pain to you, Lord. And I'm, I'm releasing them by forgiving them, taking them off of my hook. I'm releasing them by taking them off of my hook. Putting them onto your hook. Putting them onto your hook. That includes my ex-husband. That includes my ex-husband. Who threatened to kill me. Who threatened to kill me. Who used a knife on me. Who used a knife on me. And strangled me. And strangled me. I release all that pain to you. I release all that pain to you. And I release all those memories of his abuse. I release all those memories of his abuse. And as putting them onto your hook, Lord. Putting them onto your hook, Lord. Including all the kids who uh, bullied me. Including all the kids who bullied me. And treated me like a non-human. And treated me like a non-human. Lord, I release that pain to you. I release that pain to you. And I choose to forgive them. I choose to forgive them. Lord, thank you for loving me. Thank you for loving me, Lord. Thank thank you for not giving up on me. Thank you for not giving up on me. Thank you for forgiving me for my sin. Thank you for forgiving me of my sin. And setting me free. And setting me free. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus for cleaning me inside out for cleaning me inside out send our keys for living on forgiveness called releasing you is freeing me send that to tonight's caller and we do that free of charge because of your generous support of this ministry if you'd like to give to keep those resources going out and to keep this program on the air you may do so at hopefortheheart.org slash give hope and we thank you you may order resources for yourself at 800-488-HOPE Anytime Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central Time. And our materials, past programs are available at hopefortheheart.org. Also, our program can be found on all major podcast platforms. Until next time, for June Hunt, I'm Jeff Oliver saying you hang on to home.